0: In this bulletin, Australian families arrive in Sydney after repatriation from Syrian detention camps, concerns about the future of the koala population, and in sport, a former sports presenter demands compensation for a Channel 9 dismissal. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Stephanie Corsetti. Save the Children has welcomed the rescue of 17 Australian family members of Islamic State fighters from Syria. The four women and 13 children arrived in Sydney in the first stage of a highly sensitive operation to repatriate displaced Australians from a northern Syrian refugee camp. They are the first Australian family members of IS fighters to be repatriated since 2019, when eight orphans from the conflict were returned home. A further 43 women and children being held at the Al Roj refugee camp in northern Syria are scheduled to be repatriated in the coming months. Chief Executive of Save the Children Matt Tinkler
1: has welcomed the news. We want to thank and congratulate the Albanese government and particularly Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill for making what is a principal decision and the right decision that's in the best interests of the Australian public, uh, the best interests of uh, the Kurdish administration who've been wearing the burden uh, of these uh, refugee camps on behalf of the world, but most importantly the best interests of these innocent children and their mothers. Uh, They've been living in one of the worst places in the world to be a child. Australia
0: has abandoned its opposition to a treaty banning nuclear weapons in a vote at the United Nations headquarters in New York. Although Australia has not officially joined the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons, moving its voting position from no to abstain after five years is seen by campaigners as progress. The former coalition government repeatedly sided with the United States in voting against the treaty, which imposes a blanket ban on developing testing, stockpiling and using or threatening to use nuclear weapons. Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong says that Australia is committed to the global non-proliferation and disarmament regime and supports the treaty's aim of building a world without nuclear weapons. Victoria's two major political parties are using the weekend to campaign with promises for major infrastructure ahead of November's state election. Labor is pledging more money for Dandenong Hospital in Melbourne's southeast with Premier Daniel Andrews announcing a $295 million upgrade for the emergency department and a new intensive care unit.
1: We know that our southeastern suburbs are booming, our health system needs to grow to keep pace with that and indeed to have additional capacity beyond it uh, and the best way to thank our staff for the quite amazing job that they've done over these last few years and the work they do every year is to give them the very best facilities. Dandenong Hospital has a proud history, it's owned by the local community, it's a very important part of the local community and uh, this, this plan, if we are re-elected, to take that next step at Dandenong, is critically important.
0: Meantime, the Coalition is promising $1.5 billion for Western Melbourne's roads, including $700 million towards upgrading the Western Highway. The Andrews government is predicted to win a third term and is going up against opposition leader Matthew Guy. Experts fear koalas in New South Wales could be extinct by 2050 if the government does not make major changes to cutting down trees. An estimated 64,000 koalas were killed during the 2019-2020 Black Summer bushfire in the state when 5.5 million hectares were destroyed. Scientists, politicians and conservationists have gathered in Coffs Harbour ahead of next year's state elections to rally both parties in preserving the koala population. The former federal government listed the species as endangered in February, just before unprecedented floods inundated northern New South Wales. In sport, former football player and fired sports presenter Warren Treadray is asking the federal court to demand the Nine Network pay him up to almost $6 million in lost wages. Treadray launched legal action after he was dismissed from his job with Channel 9 following a vaccination argument in 2021. After taking sudden leave from his position at Nine News Adelaide, Treadray revealed in January he was no longer with the network because he refused to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Treadray is now claiming he was unlawfully dismissed and has launched proceedings in the federal court to demand he be paid the remaining $176,458 of his contract. He's also requesting to receive up to 30 years of pay for the missed opportunity of employment, which equates to nearly $5.8 million. Lawyers for both parties are planning on mediation and coming to an agreement rather than going to a trial. And that's the latest from
1: SBS News.